Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast where we teach you how to make your travel dreams come true by making money while you travel the world. So on these episodes, we've been interviewing digital nomads from around the world at every stage. Everything from wannabe digital nomads to people who are just starting out to people who are uh, kind of somewhere in the middle to well-established uh, digital nomads who have already been working five plus years uh, around the world with multiple streams of online income. So in this episode, we have the pleasure of interviewing Kara Lockwood. She's actually from Vancouver, BC, Canada, uh, which is my hometown as well. And we actually know each other uh, from different uh, events, uh, travel workshops. And I'm actually coaching her as well, uh, so uh, she can share about that experience as well. And Kara has an upcoming trip coming up to New Zealand. Uh, she's going to be leaving Vancouver, BC, Canada to make her travel dreams of living in a different country come true. And she's building up her income streams, her coaching business, her music uh, uh, aspirations while she's traveling. So, uh, And she's also going to share uh, from a personal side about her struggles with depression, anxiety, fear, and uh, really being honest and vulnerable, uh, which I think more of us need to be. I know I struggle with that, uh, especially publicly. And I think a lot of people do struggle with these uh, uh, issues. But a lot of times we keep it personal, private, and it actually becomes worse because we keep it so uh, secretive. So uh, Kara is over there in Vancouver. I'm here in Suriname. Uh, but through the magic of Skype, we're able to be live on YouTube. And we're recording this uh, for uh, iTunes as well. Um, so uh, how are you doing over there in Vancouver today, Kara? Hey, Ricky. Thanks for asking. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's uh, raining and there's thunder, <laughs> but it's it's going great. Yeah. That is surprising. Vancouver with rain? Oh, my God. <laughs> Shocker. Oh, my goodness. That never happens. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. We have a little inside joke. Uh, the Vancouver people, we call it Raincouver just because it's raining about uh, eight to ten <laughs> months of the year. Uh, so yeah. I, I'm a sun chaser. I love full-time sun. I've been, uh, we've been traveling with our family around the world. Uh, first thing in the Philippines, then Hong Kong, then Dubai, then South Africa, then Brazil, which are all hot. Uh, countries with blue skies most of the time obviously we do get the occasional rain and downpour every now and then too But I love being a sun chase and uh, part of being a digital nomad is being able to uh, Be in climates where you can choose to if you're a hot weather person you can be in the beaches if you're a cold weather person uh, You can be uh, in cold weather countries uh, So uh, Kara uh, to start off with why don't you share a little bit about your backstory and uh, Yourself and then we'll get the ball rolling in terms of the travel questions yeah, for sure, Ricky. I'd love to. So, um, yeah, I've grown up in Vancouver my whole life, North Vancouver to be exact. So, um, uh, I guess like my love for travel came in my teen years. Um, my family and I would go, we, we'd go on road trips um, just around Canada and the U.S. and like cram ourselves all into one ho one room as a family. <laughs> I remember my dad did that. I was growing up. That was quite entertaining all of us together in one room but um and I remember being in a high school and uh our our like French the French people would go to France and the uh if you're in Spanish class you'd be going to uh Spain so um so I remember my friend going to Spain and she like loved it right and and uh, I couldn't afford to go to France but <laughs> and my parents couldn't afford couldn't afford to take me to France but um I remember her coming back from her trip and, and just saying to myself, oh my gosh, I want to do that. I want to go live abroad in the country and, or go on a, an exchange or something like that, right? So that's what really um, planted a love in me for travel. Um, 
I just uh, started dreaming away of all the places I could go. And uh, um, after high school, I uh, w went to, it's, it's now called Capilano University, but back then it was Cop College. So um, I remember going to the, uh, the study abroad, pro uh, the study abroad, uh, what do you call it, faculty or whatever, or the office, right? And asking them about all the opportunities. And and then I, um, I just, uh, I decided that I was going to go to Australia for a couple of months. This wasn't through the, uh, the, the cap college or anything. Right. But, um, I decided I was going to go for six months to Australia to backpack and, uh, do a training course down there, like a training course, um, called youth with a mission. So it was more like a outreach type program. Yeah. So I, I to make a long story short, I ended up going to Australia <laughs> at 19 years old. <clears throat> Amazing. Uh, so good on you for doing that trip. And, uh, um, you know, currently you're actually planning for your New Zealand trip, which we're going to ask you about. Yeah. Um, maybe you want to share about your travel blog as well. It's called Creative Heart Travel. And uh, if you can share a little bit about the etymology, when did you start it, why did you start it, and what you write about. Absolutely, Ricky. Um, yeah, so Creative Heart Travel. I, I started my blog about uh, a little over a year ago. Uh, I'd say like in I got serious about well, serious about blogging and uh, wanting to pursue this blogging path. So my uh, blog is called Creative Heart Travel, and the idea behind it is that I am a I, I'm a musician and an artist, and I love expressing myself through different means of different creative means. So I I write songs. I'm a songwriter. I play guitar, and uh, and I'm also love painting and sketching and. And just more recently, I love putting little videos together. Like I love filming videos on my phone, and I got a DLSR cam Canon DLSR camera, and I just love. Wouldn't call myself a filmmaker or anything like that, but I love doing it for fun, and and I just I'm I'm a creative to my core. So kind of what the what the blog is about is blending my passion for art and music and all my creative pursuits and travel together. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that's where the name Creative Heart Travel came. And, and it's also about like, um, like living in a, an unconventional life, right? So um, I, I am like going to be going to New Zealand and pursuing this dream I've had for a long time. And, and it's also like kind of like maybe like a, like a, there's the umbrella, there's the umbrella niche, right? And the sub niches, right? So Maybe one of the more sub niches is coming overcoming fear and and like Ricky said, uh, like a I, I have a passion for um, helping people with uh, who are struggling with depression or anxiety or any mental health struggle to uh, get out there and travel, whether it be like a short little trip or longer term, and anybody with a chronic illness too. Absolutely, and that's uh, definitely inspirational that you're doing that uh, niche because it's a very needed niche and I think it's a very um, um, a niche that uh, like there's a lot of people and a lot, a lot of people aren't writing about that particular area so I, I, I applaud you for starting it and continuing on it and uh, being so open about it because uh, I think you're gonna help a lot of people uh, and we all have struggled with uh, fear uh, anxiety to different degrees Living from BC, Canada, from and I used to run these events, and uh, uh, we we have an awesome family, you know, my wife and kids. 
but I felt I was very much uh, stuck in a bubble. Uh, like I'd be taking my kids to school, I'd be running my business, but I really felt there was something missing. Uh, uh, like I was stuck in the Vancouver bubble, but I knew there's a whole world out there. And I, I fell into a depression too. I would uh, isolate myself, watch Netflix all the time. I wouldn't want to hang out with people. And I'm a pretty sociable person, as you can tell by the uh, YouTube channel or the podcast, or if you know me in person. Uh, but I went into the spell of uh, darkness, and uh, it was the dark night or dark nights of my soul. And uh, when you go through this, it's, uh, it's almost like you're buried and you can't get out. And uh, I've gone there, and I don't mind sharing about that because uh, I think if I share, I know I will be able to, uh, other people will be able to relate who are listening or watching. So if you don't mind sharing as well uh, from your side how, uh, how you've gone through depression, anxiety, when did it start uh, happening, and how you've dealt with it, Kara? Absolutely, Ricky. Well, um, I I first started feeling well, when depression started first showing up would be like in my teen years. Um, I had a, a bout of it in grade eleven. Um, just really didn't didn't feel like going to school at all, and didn't felt like just awful, and didn't didn't want to like you said didn't want to socialize, and just having dark thoughts and stuff, right? And and I was able, with the help of a counselor, to pull out of it and the help of my family and friends and everything. But um, my first really big, I would call it my big breakdown, actually happened when I was overseas in Australia. I mentioned before that I went to Australia on that, uh, on that trip, um, the backpacking slash youth with a mission kind of outreach trip. And um, I remember just being on that trip and I... Uh, depression just started happening I was at I was at the youth with a mission base in uh, Townsville Australia and everybody around me was all excited and pumped up to be to be learning and on this trip and uh, uh, just be going on going on we had to so basically how the how the school worked was we, we had like training sessions for uh, three months like a and then we had when we would go on an international outreach to help with a certain people group. And um, I remember everybody picking their outreach, where they're going to go and stuff. Right? Some people were going to go to Southeast Asia. Some people were going to go to Papua New Guinea. Um, and I remember just being like, oh, man, like, because I love travel, right? Like, I was just, like, overwhelmed about it. And um, I remember, like, being in my room and not just not wanting to get out of bed and and uh, not wanting because it was a quite an intensive program right and not and having my leaders come and try to push me out of bed and just dragging myself through it and everything so basically like I had to I had to go home early from this uh trip this Australian trip due to due to what, what I was going through over overseas but um yeah anyways um I, I struggled with on and off with depression throughout my 20s and I feel like what really got me out of it was um just my family and friends and my faith my faith was a big part of it too right like uh just a little background i'm a christian and um yeah just uh going to church and seeing my friends at church and uh my and my family support and and also um i got a really good uh psychiatrist that and a mental health team that helped me out too just at the we call it the hope center over here in North Vancouver and mental health center here and um, just just getting the right medication and I know medication can be some people agree with it some people don't but um really this medication was a tool in helping me to function better and um, 
yeah, and uh, just being able to express myself creativity, uh, create creatively through my songwriting and my um, and uh, taking a I, I in my twenties I took a couple of um trips abroad. I I um af after Australia I I went to uh, I spent like a whole summer on the island, Vancouver Island, beautiful place, and went to Tofino, and then in a when I was twenty four I took a, a solo trip to um to England and Scotland and got to travel around there and stay with family and friends and stay on my own in places. And then, yeah, I went to China back in 2014, got to, tr got to travel around Beijing for a week on my own. That was kind of scary and fun all at the same time, exciting, exhilarating. So I feel really like just acting on my dreams, having, having balancing the, um, you know, the medical side of things, but, really taking action has helped me a lot, right? To not suppress what I know, know I love and what my travel dreams are. And, uh, and just my, my faith, my friends and family and church community over here have been a real help. So yeah. So, uh, and I would just encourage you. Yeah, thank you that, so much. For yeah. Yeah, sharing. sure. Uh, yeah. It's definitely uh, difficult sometimes to share, but it's very important. Um, oh, you know, yeah. and I think all of us go through it in different degrees, whether it's a, a severe or a medium or mild or just little bouts here and there. Um, so definitely I encourage uh, everyone listening and watching to get help. Um, I, it, it might be professional help. It might be just uh, talking to your loved ones, uh, your parents, uh, your siblings, your spouse, uh, your kids, uh, a close, trusted friend. Uh, definitely uh, seek um, uh, support. Uh, and that doesn't mean you're broken or anything's wrong with you. It just means uh, you're normal. <laughs> That's so true. Like there's so much stigma around it, right? And really, you're just a normal person. And you, some of the, I met some of the most normal people going through like mental health struggles and stuff, right? And it doesn't mean like you're like a, you know, like a crazy person or anything like that, right? Like yeah, so. Yeah, I think the biggest fear is that uh, um, uh, because I've gone through some of it myself, uh, the biggest fear is that uh, of judgment, of rejection, of people thinking there's something wrong with you or you're weird or you're broken. And we want to all put up this front uh, that we're perfect. <laughs> but none of us are perfect. We're all broken. We're all insecure. We all have uh, gray hairs, as you can tell. And we all have uh, parts of ourselves that we don't want the world to see. Uh, but, but that's actually the problem. Uh, because uh, if we were if we were actually real, uh, we would realize that everyone needs needs uh, support and help, and we all have different degrees of strengths and different degrees of brokenness. So uh, yeah, we we're all in this together. So just want to uh, encourage everyone listening and watching who might be going through struggles. Well, you're in you're in this uh, you're not in this alone. Uh, so Kara, um, uh, you went through this uh, difficult time, and still you've pressed through. Uh, to make this upcoming trip come true. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that uh, desire uh, to live in a different country, uh, not just in a different part of British Columbia, going from Vancouver to Vancouver Island, but actually to live uh, overseas to, uh, from the North Hemisphere to the South Hemisphere, from uh, America to Oceania, from Canada to New Zealand. So tell us a little bit about uh, what started that desire. Well, um, first of all, I've always had a, uh, I loved Australia, right? And um, I remember being in Australia and just, even when I was leaving Australia, because um, the trip was cut short, right, due to my health, um, 
I just remember um, saying, I'm going to be back one day, right? And I remember when I was going through my hard time in Australia that I thought, hey, I'd love to go over to New Zealand and do a working holiday. And um, I, when, I, like, when I got back from Australia, I always thought I was going to go back to Australia and do the working holiday in Australia. But um, I am now 31. And uh, unfortunately, in Australia, you can only... Um, you can only get your working holiday up to age 30. So, but New Zealand offers it up to age 35. So I thought, let's, let's do this New Zealand thing. Right. So, um, so basically like a couple, like last two weeks ago, I, I applied for my working holiday and I, I just thought I was going around and around in my head, like, Oh my gosh, should I do this? Should I not do this? Should I do this? Should I not do this? And, um, just that, that, cycle you can get yourself into right so I just thought uh, with the help of Ricky Ricky's coaching me right um uh I I decided I was going to um just take a chance and apply for my working holiday visa and I was able to get it within six days they they approved it so I, I just took that as a sign that it happened so quickly that I, I'm meant to go and um I'm, I'm gonna leave at at the earliest um, October or the latest January. So, yeah. I'm definitely super excited for you. And I've seen a little bit of the behind the scenes process. I definitely took her massive, bold action to make this dream come true. A lot of fears and security, all doubts like we all have. I mean, uh, and part of these interviews is to share the the hidden side of, uh, of travel. Uh, those fears, self-doubts, insecurities that sometimes hold us back from not leaving. So uh, we sometimes uh, hold back because of these fears and uh, we choose not to sell our home. We choose not to move out of our country. We choose uh, uh, not to uh, share publicly just because uh, uh, it's safe. It's safe and comfortable to be in the city, the country, the continent that you're in. Uh, to, leave, uh, to leave is actually the scary thing. So you uh, somehow, and now you've got uh, uh, the, the, the first step done, the working holiday visa is uh, approved of. And now uh, what are the other logistical things uh, you need to do to make this travel dream come true for the sake of the listeners or maybe of, think of doing a working holiday abroad as well? Well, I think the biggest thing right now is saving up enough money. I've got enough money to buy a flight. I'm trying to like rack up points on my um, credit like, you know, you get points through your credit card and bank. So um, I'm trying to, like, save up enough points for the flight, but kind of not quite there yet. I've got a long way to go. But anyways, um, I just um, um, I'm just working at my job and saving money and learning about this digital nomad lifestyle and how I can do that and build build an income on the side right now. And, um, and so and a big part for me, since I shared about depression, battling with depression, is um, – I'm sorting out the medical side of things right now. So um, just uh, about how I can get my medication over in New Zealand. And um, me and my, one of my workers called the doctor's office yesterday. And we called the pharmacy to make sure that I'd be able to get the, the, right, the same medication in New Zealand. So I think that is, a, that is absolutely a, an essential part of my planning and getting down there is to make sure that I have everything sorted out with my doctor as I transfer to another family doctor over there so um <clears throat> and uh and and also another big part is i i live i have my own place here in in Van, north vancouver and 
a big thing for me is I, I have a lot of stuff to sell and get rid of or, or give away and get rid of. So downsizing my whole apartment into like a backpack, right? And that's going to be a big part of my leaving too. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally teach a system. It's called Four Steps to Travel the World. And, uh, you know, Kara's alluded to a few of them already. Uh, but the first is to save. So what she's doing is she's saving through her job, uh, through her uh, online coaching, uh, through uh, her blog. So any revenue streams that she gets, she's saving also cutting back on things like uh, coffees and eating out uh, the trying second step to. is to sell. <laughs> <laughs> trying to exactly and then selling is to uh, get rid of her stuff so uh, as you realize when you're traveling and uh, becoming a digital nomad the less stuff the better and what you think you need you can always buy and uh, pack less and bring more money so these are kind of all the little maxims that you'll uh, realize when you're traveling so save and sell then salary and uh, as she alluded to as well that she's building up a digital nomad business by doing Skype coaching, one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching with other people who might be uh, also in the same predicament about having mental health issues and wanting to travel, but having fears about not being able to. Uh, and then the last S is about sponsorship. So uh, using her travel blog to get uh, sponsor hotel sightseeing travel. So if you're in the same boat, I definitely recommend the four S's to travel the world, save, sell, salary, and sponsorship. So Kara, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, why New Zealand of all places? I mean, uh, one of the reasons is the age. Uh, is there anything else that uh, appealed to you about that particular area? Was it just the fact that you're going to be in the southern hemisphere? <laughs> well, yeah, that's also a cool thing. I think that's the furthest you can go in the world from where I from from like North America, right? Before you reach Antarctica, of course, right? But um, that's a cool thing. But um, I think what really drew drew me to New Zealand was uh, just the uh, lifestyle and the uh, like it's, it's such a great I love the outdoors I love camping hiking um, so I New Zealand is such a great outdoor culture there's there's beaches you can go surfing swimming walk along the beach hiking and there's also like snowboarding and skiing I used to ski a lot and there's, you can go ice climbing and, and then there's adventure sports uh, like a bungee jumping and skydiving, so it just that's what attracted me, just the, the adventurous lifestyle over there, right? And one thing I, I I hope to do when I'm over there is maybe maybe go camping, maybe buy an RV at some point mm -hmm. after I finish my work over there, because I will be working while I'm down there to to keep affording the lifestyle down there. And um, but yeah, I would just yeah, just the just the uh the free kind of spirited life lifestyle down there and the kiwi accent's pretty cool i like that <laughs> the kiwi accent yeah yeah there's so many beautiful things about new zealand actually uh, i i spent uh, three years in australia doing a uh, 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 diploma at uh, hillsong bible college and i finished my diploma in theology then i about two months and i traveled all the way from the South Island to the north, did my bungee jump, did my skydive, did my absorb, did my parasail, and uh, had an incredible time discovering one of the most beautiful islands, if not the beautiful places in the world. So highly recommended, especially if you're like a Lord of the Rings fan, if you mm -hmm. love the outdoor sports, if you love uh, nature, uh, New Zealand's a gem of a place. Uh, so Kara, tell us a little bit about the creative elements of travel. Uh, that's something unique to yourself as well. And I think part of uh, you know uh, starting a travel blog, if you're listening, is to figure out your, your niche, uh, your niche, 
and your uniqueness. So like with Kara, uh, the mental health stuff obviously is, uh, makes her unique, but also this whole uh, area of being a creative heart traveler and uh, uh, playing music while she travels. So if you want to share about that part of your travel journey. Oh, yeah. Well, um, when I'm traveling, I, I've done a lot of trips around BC right now. And what I'm, what I'm trying to speak through my travel blog, I, I know I need to work more on this in my travel blog, is to bring out the creative side in it more. And um, I try to do a, a sketch every time, I, a, a, like a little travel sketch with my pencils, my colored pencils everywhere I go, and post that on my social media and on my blog and document it. And um, I also, um, like, also through, the, like, basically the blog is about documenting, well, one of the aspects of the blog is about documenting your travels creatively. So, like, I'm trying to put the, these little videos together with music and, and imagery and video and get, get that out there on my, on my YouTube channel. And, and um, yeah, and also um, bringing in the music into it, too. I wrote a song about... Um, uh, it's called Quiet Yearnings. It's about the longing to travel and the longing to see other places. And and um, so I think, like, bringing that through my blog, right? And and another thing I'm a, I hope to do when I'm in New Zealand is do some busking, some street performing. So, and documenting that as I go. Like, yeah, so, um, so yeah, just uh, my blog is really a work in progress, right? And Ricky's helping me out with uh, trying to get my voice hurt or getting my voice honed through the blog and being able to communicate what the blog's about through my posts and getting my brand going. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks for the shout out there. I do uh, personal coaching for those of you who want to uh, get into the travel blogging area who are interested in uh, help with travel preparation. And especially I've been focusing on the area of travel monetization, which is uh, how to make money while traveling the world. Uh, so part of these podcasts is teaching those skills. So things like setting up an e-commerce store, setting up affiliate marketing, uh, doing sponsored posts, setting up a YouTube channel, doing ad revenue on YouTube, uh, selling, creating and selling your own online courses on things like Udemy, uh, also doing Kindle books, um, and uh, doing ESL teaching online, uh, Skype coaching one-on-one, -on -one, doing mastermind groups, etc. So there's a lot of ways you can actually monetize and make money online. And the more streams of income, the better. Um, so Kara has a few income streams uh, through her traditional job, through busking, uh, now through her coaching. And uh, we'll be helping her to generate more. Uh, so uh, definitely uh, highly recommend getting a coach. Uh, I personally have also got a coach to ramp up my business to the next level. And uh, I think it's really important to um, get a third person, like an outsider, to help you in your business. Because a lot of the times as entrepreneurs, we work in our business and we're stuck kind of like, okay, I need to do this and this and this. And we don't see the whole big aerial picture. But a, a coach and outsider can see those things that we do not, the blind spots, if you will. And they can actually help us push through and uh, get better on the other side. Uh, so, Kara, if you want to uh, share uh, with the viewers and listeners uh, about how they can find you online, uh, about, uh, you, you know, uh, if they are struggling as well, maybe they could get coached by you. So do you want to end off with that, Kara? Sure. So I can be found at uh, creativeheartcreativehearttravel.com. Creative and, um, yeah, I am, I am starting out with, with, with the encouragement of Ricky. I'm starting out with coaching. 
and um, basically coaching around the areas of if you um, you know you're struggling with fear about traveling and especially like if you maybe you're struggling with depression or anxiety yourself or any kind of chronic illness and you're wondering you know how how am I going to make this travel dream you got like the craziest awesomest travel dream ever and you want to you're struggling to to actually actualize it and make it a reality I'd love to come alongside you and and help you out with that and because um, I know I've I've been through that all and um wondering how I can make it happen and now I'm making it happen myself so um I'd love to be like your your mentor your friend and come alongside you and and sometimes just having that uh like Ricky said that third person to help you get to the next level is like is key right so I yeah you can you can find a link to, you can message me through my site and or find me on social media creative heart travel on on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram too and and uh, yeah, you can message me through that and we can talk. Yeah, definitely reach out to Kara, uh, both for the creative element and the mental health, uh, the depression, anxiety. Uh, she can definitely coach you and help you along the process. Um, so, and sometimes it's just knowing you're not alone. And a, a coach can uh, show you that you're not alone. Uh, so Kara, uh, thanks for your wisdom insights. And uh, I think this is just going to be part one. Uh, we'll love to do a before, which we've done. And we'll love to do an after when you're in New Zealand and we'll, we'll get you back on the show when you have some good internet and we'll ask you about uh, a little bit about the process between now when you're still in Vancouver, BC, Canada to when you ended up in New Zealand and uh, we'd love to have you back on uh, the Digital Nomad Mastery Podcast. That sounds awesome, Ricky. Yeah, that'd be the before and after. Great. That sounds, sounds awesome. So stay tuned, everyone. Uh, thanks for watching. And your draft, your, make sure, just, uh, just remember, your travel dreams can come true regardless of the obstacle. Even if you stutter like I do, hey, I can uh, record my own podcast. So, uh, you know, uh, your travel dreams can and will come true if you really want them to. So take action, take massive action, and get help. Thanks for tuning in to Digital, Mastery, Digital Nomad Mastery. We'll see you and hear you on the next episode.